Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Mesech Teshkalim, finishing the seventh chapter with Mishnah Zion, moving on to the eighth chapter, Mishnah Aleph. And yesterday we began saying there are seven different decrees that were decreed by the Chazal, all leniencies in the temple. And here are going to be the remaining three. There was salt and wood that were consecrated for the temple to be used for temple purposes. The Kohanim were allowed to make use for their own purposes. Not just any purpose, but if they had to, let's say, eat their meat, the meat of the carbon, of the shlamim, they were allowed to use the salt and the wood that were designated for the temple usage in general. They also decreed that the, the the uh, ashes of the paraduma. The paraduma was the, the, the red heifer that which they ground up and through a process that we, they was used for purifying. They agreed that if someone who uses it should not transgress the prohibition of meila. Meila is one's not allowed to have or derive any sort of benefit from consecrated items, personal benefit. And they just said someone who makes personal use of the paraduma does not transgress meila. How do they do this? So it actually happens to be that there is no meila with. Uh, the ashes of the paraduma. On a biblical biblical le- level, it's not considered meila to use the ashes of the paraduma. But then people start using them wantonly and just all the time. So the Chazal came along and decreed that in order to prevent people from just using them because it just wasn't nice, it wasn't right. They said it's there's a meila derabanan. But then they noticed it had the unintended effect was people didn't want to use it not even for for uh, purifying themselves, which is the whole purpose of the ashes. So then they rescinded their decree and said there is no meila in the end. Okay, they also decreed that if disqualified birds are found among the uh, birds brought in the temple, as it, so what should they do? A new pair of birds should be brought, and it comes from communal communal money. So a person buys uh, these. Um, Birds, it turns out they're disqualified. We purchase from money, new birds, from the um, communal funds. We also know how the one who supplies the temple, the, the birds to the temple, Masias Absulas. He's the one who has to uh, who has to uh, supply new ones and he has to eat the loss, which is what we discussed earlier in the Parak Dalid about suppliers to the temple always have the lower hand. Okay, Parak Ches, Mishnah 8. The halach is that there are certain people who are tummy, namely Azav, Azava, and a woman who gave birth, that their spit contaminates and on a very high level. Now, what happens if you find spit and you, you find spit? What's the status? Do you have to assume it's tummy, or can you assume it came from a person who was pure? Any spit found in Yushalayim, any saliva found in Yushalayim, we assume it's tar. It's pure. Why is that? So, as much as someone wants to be machmer and extra stringent, say, oh, I touched spit, I have to be, I have to go and repurify myself, uh, now I'm impure, the issue is that you run into an, a conflicting issue, and that is that if a person now has a, uh, a sacrifice, that meat will have to also deem it to be impure. And now we're going to potentially take sacrificial meat and deem it impure, which is a problem. We want to avoid meat from coming tame. and if you're extra machmir and any spit and saliva you touch, you say, now I'm impure, what you're going to do is your chumr leads to a kula, that now suddenly all your meat becomes disqualified. So they said, therefore, you have suffolk, if you have this saliva in your shalim, it's in doubt, treat it like it's pure. With the exception of spit that you find in the upper marketplace in your shalim, because the, in the upper marketplace, above above the uh, uh, above ground people who were impure people who are impure tell me people that's where they would congregate in, or, in order to avoid contaminating pure people they had their special marketplace so we assume that if it's found there in the upper marketplace so then it's going to be impure divrei rabbi Meir. 
Interestingly, most of the year, if you find spit in the middle of the road, so you assume that it's um that it's going to be impure, and if on the side it's pure. Why? Because people who are impure or numerous or a lot of them, they they'd walk on the main road, and if you were pure, so you want to avoid the impure people, so you'd walk on the sides. Which has a regular is the it was the inverse. Uh, a person would often become pure during the regal. They had to go to Yushalayim. They had to go into temp- in the temple. So most people were pure, and therefore they'd walk the main roads. And therefore any spit found in the middle is pure. Because the uh, people who were impure during the time of the regal were, were less numerous, there were smaller, a fewer amount, they would take the sides, and therefore any spit that you find there is going to be considered impure. I wish you all a wonderful day.